Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I am Coach Kalu, and welcome to another fantastic Monday Mindset Meeting. Due to budget cuts, I have to introduce myself, so I hope you guys don't mind. Uh, we are all pivoting. These are tough times. These are different times, but I'm really excited. Before I introduce our co-host today, which is uh, Melanie Gucci, I just wanted to do a quick little rundown. Welcome you all again. Fantastic for you guys to be joining us today. Um, as a first thing, if you could just pop in the chat room and just let us know uh, what business you're in and what you do. If you know, if you are a full-time stay-at-home parent, that is a business. So, you know, uh, big yourself up for that. Uh, let us know where you are in the world. And that's always great for uh, Melanie and I just to see where people are at, um, what they do in business uh, or in life. And that's okay too. Uh, and be able to go from that. I'll introduce Melanie. We're going to have a great conversation about virtual organizing. What exactly is that? I know what some of you are thinking already. Virtual, you need the real thing, right? And we're going to get to that. We'll see what that looks like <laughs> for you. I saw you, John. And uh, we're going to uh, do a quick little get really deep into it. Uh, when we talk about the mindset, what exactly should we be focusing on? What are some imperfect inspired actions we can take for this week and be able to action that and if we could let you walk away with one or two things this would be fantastic that really is our intent we've got 30 minutes although Melanie will be sticking around um, for the next 15 minutes after the after meeting just to answer additional questions and sometimes we just kind of get into the conversation a little bit deeper so if you're able to please stick around for it uh, we're now on podcast, so uh, we will share some of that information. You'll be able to see that on our website. So we'll give you those great different, uh, we'll give you those links. Uh, you can either search my name or Christopher's name, and you'll be able to see it on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. So uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. So much great things to cover today. Um, and if you do have questions or comments, please, uh, throughout the meeting, Catherine will be uh, monitoring that for us, and uh, she'll be able to let us know. And if you you are quite comfy you could uh, speak as well and we'd love to invite you to ask a question and talk a little bit about um, maybe what you're going through or experiencing a lot of times people have that mindset too that it's just them you know it's only happened to me maybe it's just me trust me when I say it's not just you there's so many other people uh, or experiencing similar things and it makes sense when you comment and ask so without further ado, let us find out a little bit about Melanie and also what exactly is this whole virtual, uh, virtual organizing is all about. So whether you're searching for residential support or business mentorship, Melanie works with, uh, with you to tailor a process that is uniquely yours. It makes sense, right? No stone is left unturned, encouraging confidence in your next steps to reclaim control. Because sometimes it says something about us, right? When we have a messy room. Uh, driven by connection, Melanie possesses a coach-like method with hands-on holistic support, leaving a lasting impact that empowers you to clear the clutter and create space for getting the most out of life. She uh, wholeheartedly believes that functional change is where personal freedom thrives. Functional space makes organization work for you. That's one of her big taglines there. Melanie is a proud member of professional organization in Canada, did you know? Uh, the National Association that represents professional organizers across the country. Trust me, I didn't know. Um, she, she is also the chair of Calgary chapter and a director at large on the national board. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Melanie. Welcome. Did I miss anything? 
No, that's, you made me sound amazing. <laughs> Just mic drop now. We're good. <laughs> good morning, everybody. Thank you, Kyle, uh, for having me this morning. I'm super honored to be here and to chat all things organizing. Like, who knew it was a thing, right? <laughs> I love it. Thank you so yeah. much for being here. You are amazing, though, Melanie. Like the stuff that uh -huh. you've done, and you know, I think a lot of people don't know the different history of you know when we connect and the things that we talked about and what you came mm -hmm. to do. But let's just jump right into it for sure. this meeting. Is what exactly is virtual organizing like sure well I'll, I'll get right in there so you know for a lot of us we know you know we think of organizing as in we are in our own spaces whether that's in your home or in your business in your office um, you know traditionally the majority of my business has been going into my clients homes or their offices and working side by side and helping to you know achieve um, you know some organization in the different spaces however when uh, COVID decided to enter our world that certainly changed things as we know and so that's when I officially launched virtual organizing and so what that is is essentially it's a way for me to connect with you virtually just like we are this morning um, and help you to still you know achieve some organizing success um, from essentially from my home and from your home so we um, most of my clients are comfortable on zoom so we will you know schedule an appointment we get on a call um, virtual organizing we tend to have shorter sessions so you know in a home session when we're together we could do up to you know four or five hour um, session however on zoom it's a little more challenging, so I tend to stick around the hour, hour and a half mark. Um, but it's amazing how much um, quick impact and change you can achieve in just an hour of having a call with me uh, virtually. Um, you know, for example, if you're sitting here, you might be sitting in your home office right now. If you were to do a quick scan, you know, is your, the surface of your desk, does, is there piles of paper, you know, kind of everywhere? Do you have things that you've been meaning to like Put away and you just haven't had time or you just don't know where to put it so um what i do uh you know is get on a call with you and make some quick changes that you know even five ten minutes can make a massive difference on difference, your yeah. Molly, you know it's, it's interesting that you you say that about the desk because i saw a couple right. people did the <laughs> you know, they, they didn't yeah. want to directly look around because be sure. they yeah. were mindful um, yeah. of that. But can you talk a little bit? So I, I, I want to understand a little bit more about that, the yeah. physical aspects, obviously, of how you do a virtual because, you know, sure. the people tour you around. But before yeah. we do that, I'm actually mm -hmm. kind of curious, is there a connection between someone's mindset around how they're going to carry themselves throughout the day yeah. um, or even life, depending on how organized they are, like the yeah. physical organization. Why is that? Yeah, absolutely. When, you know, we may not realize the impact that clutter has in our life um, and on our mindset until we actually start getting through the process of decluttering. Um, I've often heard from my clients going, man, all of a sudden, like, Feel like I have more energy or my mind is more clear because there's less stuff around me and so when I come into my office or I come into the kitchen for example or I go into the laundry room I'm much more inspired to come into a space that feels a little more organized and I do want to preface Kyle with saying that being organized is going to be different for every person my <laughs> process is such that I customize it for your needs so I'm not coming in and imposing my method onto you I may have my office, what works for me is having a clear surface. That's what makes me feel good. But if you're somebody who thinks, you know, papers out of sight, out of mind kind of concept, you know, you're afraid to put things away because I'm going to forget to do it. Right. We can work and find ways to be organized within that mindset. So it could be that you've got piles on your desk and that's okay, but in a way that, that um, still achieves, um, you know, that mindset of productivity. 
perhaps in your So I'm hearing not to take all the files and throw it in a box and put it under your desk. Is that what I'm hearing? I mean, listen, if that's what works for you, then that is okay. I have some clients that likes, you know, their TELUS uh, phone bills, for example, are in a shoebox. Like it's not, you know, a fancy way of being organized, but that's what works for the client. They know exactly where their bills are if they need to get it. So again, I like my, like my files in a file folder, all labeled. Sure. That works for me. But if you like yours I'm tucked under your bed and you know exactly where it is, that's okay. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. when you hear the, I have an organized pile, I, I it's, it's organized. I know where everything is. It looks messy. I know yeah. where everything is. That okay. Like, yeah, I, I always say there's no right or wrong when it comes to organizing. I think mm-hmm. so long as you're not feeling um, overwhelmed by that, uh visual look if you're feeling like you come into the office and just coming in and seeing all that gives you anxiety and you're just like oh, i don't even know where to start uh, you know my mind is cluttered i'm not organized and where to begin my day then that's a conversation to have however you know we can work together and figuring out how can we make it that you have your piles maybe a little bit everywhere on your mm-hmm. desk but in a way that makes you still feel inspired to come into your office and get yeah. you know tasks I love that, Melanie, because that's really the key. And we've been saying this historically or uh, throughout these mindset meetings is is if it's causing you pain or discomfort or anxiousness or feeling that you do not desire, put simply, whatever you want to label it, whatever you want to call it, if it inspires something that does not sit well with you. So if you are walking into that space or you avoid a room, right? That's the other thing. You're avoiding a room because this is the storage room. This is the other room. This is the miscellaneous room, right? And, you know, I look at that as what else are you avoiding or what else is happening? And maybe there isn't anything. Like I'm not saying let's, let's, you know, pull something that may not be there. But if you get into that moment where you say, there's things I'm avoiding, I'm avoiding a person, I'm avoiding a room, I'm avoiding anything like that, then it work. It makes sense to step back. So Melanie, can you tell us who's Mm -hmm. the ideal person that comes to you? Like, what does that look like? Just so we can say, Hmm, is that me? Is not, is not me. And and how have you helped? Yeah. And so that's a great question actually, because it's important that, um, that you be ready for making long lasting change. And so that's something that I actually talk a lot about during a consultation or over email back and forth is, you know, if this isn't the right time, that's okay. Um, But I want you to really be, prepared and willing to make a long lasting change. Um, I am the type of professional organizer who really wants to make a difference in your overall life. So, you know, we talk about what's your goal or what what do you ultimately want to achieve by being more organized? Is it that I want my house to be perfect? It's not about perfection for me, right? It's about making changes that work for you. I want to set up processes or systems that are easy to maintain. So if you're looking for something like that, where, you know, you're just kind of realizing, you know what, God, I've been avoiding that dumping room, I call them, or avoiding getting into my piles of paper in my office or whatever the case may be. Um, If you're starting to feel like, man, I think it's time. I want to make, I want to like start making a change. Um, And then you'll start realizing the impact that just every time you walk by that room, knowing that that's the dumping room, it plays on our mind, right? So wouldn't it be great to, you know, maybe live a little bit more of a simpler life. And by having organizing systems that are easy to maintain, it allows for freedom in your life to do other things that you love, whether that's being outside. I mean, we live in such a great city or, you know, maybe you play the piano or whatever the case may be. You just want to hang with your kids. Like, you know, it really is freeing to be more organized. And I want to break 
a myth that one, it's not complicated to become organized and two, professional organizers are not coming here to tell you that you have to get rid of all your stuff. <laughs> um, and that's a big one because I think people think, oh, if I hire this professional, she's going to tell me to, you know, I got to get rid of everything. It's not about that. It's really, it's keeping what you really love most in life. So um, keeping in mind what's your ultimate goal and when we're going through the decluttering process, thinking of, is this going, if I keep this item, is this helping me achieve my, my goal ultimately? I love that. So yeah. what are some imperfect inspired actions that people can take just this week? If sure. you know, if, cause sometimes I think when you yeah. think about a space and you're like, Oh my God, where do we begin? And you hear that yes. quite often, right? Where totally. do I even begin? And yep. so do I start with a bedroom? Do I start with a kitchen? Do I start yeah. with the, the, the living room? Like, like if yeah. someone can say, you know, one or two or three things that they can do this week sure. based on your expertise, Melanie, where, what would you sure. say to them? So first thing, pick a, small achievable space because doesn't it make us feel good when we achieve something how great is that so when I say small it could be it is the top drawer of your office uh, desk Brilliant. take five minutes and without taking anything without dumping the drawer out literally open the drawer do a quick peruse is there recycling I can chuck out of here is there things that just don't belong like you know this is your office desk so maybe you've got like photos of your kids that really just need to go to photo they don't belong in that desk take it out really think about okay if I could simplify this one day test uh, desk or take five minutes and do a quick little sort um, I always say start with a, a small space that you can achieve quickly um, on a maintain uh, maintenance uh, sort of mindset take five minutes at the end of your workday for example um, five ten minutes depending on you know how much time you have but even if you take five minutes and you take uh, clear your desk surface. So, you know, getting rid of you, maybe you've got sticky notes from meetings that you've had throughout the day, kind of quickly look through them. Do I need to take any action on them? If I don't, you know, recycle them right away or shredding, shred them if you can. Um, you know, again, maybe you've brought, you know, your coffee mugs and your plates from, you had a snack during a meeting, whatever, like take five minutes and clear that away so that the next day when you come into your office, doesn't it feel nice to come in and it's already like it's ready to go and it's much more inspiring to come in. Same thing in your kitchen you know take five ten minutes at the end of the day before you go to bed to kind of like clear the kitchen counter so that when you wake up in the morning you go to have your coffee it's like in there right rather than i love like, yeah Sort of interrupt you there, Melanie. I love a clean countertop. Like I countertop and a sink is just my two best friends. Where yeah. I just like I can't start preparing anything. I can't do anything if it's yeah. not clean, and the surface yeah. needs to be to be clean. But again, just yeah. starting with something really simple like that, I think, is a yeah. big thing. Now I have a couple additional comments, and I'm curious of what yeah. folks who are on here today. I'm sure. curious. Bring on the questions. Right. What is getting you guys stuck? What is getting in your way so when you think of clutter or do you have a space I'm gonna ask you a lot of questions here so you just choose which one you want to answer everyone so it's like you know uh, what, what is getting your way when you think about clutter like if there's one thing you can do differently what would that be um, and maybe either Melanie or myself can help you a little bit through that because although we're talking about decluttering Melanie as a coach as well understands it goes a little bit deeper than that right so yeah. we want to be able to help you uh, with that um, and what are 
could you make a commitment today to say, I'm going to start here? What would that look like, right? Um, I like Yvonne's comment already where it says, you know, we have an area of inventory storage at work that we all avoid. Uh, I will not wake up to dirty dishes or kitchens. Yeah, that for me was dishes. That was my mom's thing. Like it, whatever at night, someone better do those dishes. And that was back in the day, folks, that we had a machine that you put things in and you just, yeah. So someone had to do the dishes. And here's an interesting story with that dishes is, you know, as any kid, we just think, oh, we'll just do it half-ass. And then she mm -hmm. will just say, you know, I'll never do that. Do you know what my mother did? She's like, you're going to stand there and you're going to do those dishes until you do them properly. So at yep. some point, the mindset was, I might as well just do it right the first time and just get it done instead <laughs> yeah. of doing it again and again. Um, yeah. So let's just wait for some of these comments that kind of comes in to find out what's going on. It, yeah. There's a guy, I don't know if I mentioned it to you or Christopher did, uh, Melanie, Peter Walsh, I believe was his oh, name. Peter he was Walsh, just yeah. or, organizer. Yeah. And one thing I loved about when we saw him in Calgary, one of the things he said is, before you go into any space, before you start, be clear with what is your intention totally. for that space. Yeah. So if you're looking at your bedroom, your bedroom's supposed to be this oasis or it's supposed to be sleep mm -hmm. then it's about making sure you create that environment Right. So I remember one person's like, oh, my bedroom's supposed to be myself and, and my husband and we're going to be there together and that's all it is. No toys, no kids, no da da And then she wanted to bring something else in the room and he goes, no, 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 no. You said the intention of that space was just for you, if you both of you. So yeah. the kids' toys can't go in there. Yeah. The kids' room can't be in there. That's and right. I thought that was brilliant, yeah. right? And um, that's so key. That's, you're, you're bang on with that. Peter Walsh is on point with, <laughs> with uh, that <laughs> mindset, right? I mean, it's, again, that's why I bring up the whole, I, you know, conversation around goals or what do you, what's your vision for your home or your life? Like, what, you know, so as we're going through those spaces, we always come back, especially when a client, you know, inevitably you'll find whether it's memorabilia, there's going to be items that, you know, you might be a little more emotionally attached to for whatever reason, right. um, you know, keep in mind, okay, is, if I keep this item, is this helping me achieve what I ultimately want in my space, in my home, right? Yeah. Yeah. Christopher did that, uh, I think many moons ago, he had a lot of uh, keepsakes and he said to himself, there's this one container that I'm going to keep all the keepsakes in. If it doesn't fit, I need to get rid of it because at some point he yeah. realized I don't need 15 stuffed animals. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Don't tell him I told anyone that. Uh, I don't need all those stuffed animals, right? So yeah. he just actually, he's not here, right, Catherine? Okay. Um, <laughs> um, we don't need all that stuff in there. But I thought it was a pretty good idea because it says, hey, I could keep some stuff, That's but right. I don't need drawers and drawers and drawers of it because it's not yeah. even productive. Okay, Melanie, there's quite a few comments coming in here. So let's just jump into a few of them if that's sure. okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I like what Karen has said uh, as well about email clutter. And, you know, I have a CRM that I haven't started putting clients info in. Okay. I could talk a lot about that, Karen. Yeah, so that's another zero. Story. But, <laughs> but let's talk about that email clutter. I mean, that's clutter too, isn't it? 100%. And so many of my clients, I would almost argue that the impact of digital clutter is almost equal if not more than the physical clutter with my clients. I have many clients that are sitting at an inbox of three to 5,000 emails. And again, the same thing as, you know, the, the ignoring the room, like mm -hmm. they go into their inbox and, and you know, they have that number, especially on uh, I think Apple product, your inbox, it'll tell you a number tallying, right? And I'm yes. like, 3, like I can't, that, that for me gives me anxiety. Thank you 
thinking about that, right? So how can I help my client get to, to achieving um, an inbox zero process for which I have learned a method, which is great. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, Melanie, I'm not sure if you could see John McIntyre's uh, uh, question comment there. I can pull up. Uh, John McIntyre. Uh, is it the given the number of priority Perfect, uh, balls yeah. that uh, yeah we juggle every day, every week, every month? Uh, physical decluttering, typical slide down the priority list. How do we change that? Um, you know, uh, thank you for the question, John. Um, that's an excellent question, and I think um, it's really assessing. If we really wanted to, we could say literally everything that we come across is a priority, right? So it's kind of taking a step back and reassessing what does priority look like for you? What's actually important? And perhaps giving yourself permission to let go of things that may not be as important. Um, you know, when we're in a work setting, that's a little bit different because you, you will be, um, you know, perhaps given some tasks that have a priority in terms of timeline, deadline, et cetera. But um, overall, I think reassessing assessing what priority means to you and and when those you know action items come your way um, taking a moment to step pause um, I find one thing that has worked quite well is when something comes onto your plate you know especially if we're in a face-to-face -face conversation someone's like hey can you take on this project you know the immediate reaction might be yeah sure no problem right because we kind of get caught in that moment um, what the mindset shift that I that you know I encourage is kind of taking pause and in that moment saying you know that's a great idea I would love to learn more about it can I get more information um, give me 24 hours and I'll, I'll, I'll give it some thought and I'll get back to you and that just gives you that opportunity to one you're responding professionally um, and, and respectfully and also it's buying you the time to then take that pause and go back to okay is this in line with what I'm wanting to achieve is this a really a priority right now do I even have time for this I have a client right now I'm working with it he was just offered an opportunity to be a director for um, a, a fellowship um, a committee and he's jazzed about it but then you know through conversation I said you know you're, you've got a lot on your plate right now and you're struggling mm -hmm. to even maintain what you already have. So is this the right time to take this on? It's not a question of whether or not he can do the task. Sure, he'd be a great director, but will you do it effectively given everything that's on your plate? So John, I don't know if that answers your question there, but feel free to follow up in the, in the chat there. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so reassessing priorities. And if I could add to that, Melanie, I think what yes. happens as well, and I think that will touch on Les's uh, comment here as well. Yeah. I think, you know, it's important when it comes to time yeah. and, and priority and task and things, we need to triage it, right? If you think about urgent care, urgent it's yes. not first come first serve right and right. so you have to say okay what is what requires my attention right now That's and right. what i can do later on Correct. but the idea is triage it's not yeah. to not look at it it's not to not do it That's it's right. about everything has to what you were saying is what is this priority right now let me look and mm -hmm. scratch and sniff it and then yes. i may have to do that you know Les's comment was you know on around you know used to be able to flag everything and okay this is requires follow-up this requires follow-up and mm -hmm. filing and, and sometimes that could be a full-time job just filing and and moving things around but i yeah. think when we triage it and really mm -hmm. say okay what requires my attention now and what yeah. requires my attention later the things sure. that requires my attention later i could reprioritize right? right and so if you think of it from that perspective uh, folks yeah. i think that will also help and the other thing is plan for it if you don't plan to organize, is it going to get done? No, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's and, yeah. And so, sorry, I just remember that part of the question for John yeah. about, you know, how do you prioritize organizing? So, you know, like I said in the beginning, it's about, you know, in terms of organizing, it needs to be the right time. So if you look at your list of all the priorities you've got going on, 
you know, does getting organized meet that requirement of, of priority right now? The answer may be no. It could be that like, yeah, I would like to be more organized, but maybe that's something for September because right now right. I simply just don't have, like you need to be in the right mindset um, to be prepared to, to get into that organizing um, mode. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully that answered your question. Justin. And it's not just spring. Spring cleaning no. can happen in the summer. It can happen in the winter. You can winter wear your cleaning. white pants in February so you can get organized. Okay, Melanie, anytime. I think I draw the line on the white pants. <laughs> <laughs> I think I may draw that. Well, one other thing I want to share with you guys as you think about um, yeah. uh, the mindset is about making sure if you are cluttered in your mind, you mm -hmm. can't actually focus on anything else. So right. it's about stepping back and seeing, okay, what do I need to do? Uh, what is the, my priorities? Like what Melanie was saying. Um, and again, start with an easy win. It's another way of saying it. Yeah. That dopamine you're going to get from feeling, oh my God, at least I got one draw, draw done is right. going to be helpful because we do need that momentum and to be able to build on that you know the metaphor of just decluttering our own space was what's happening to us in our mindset you know mm -hmm. are we are we at the right mindset to take on a new project or challenge or getting some of those things? I know Linda mentioned too about getting additional storage. Sometimes it's helpful to get additional storage. Huh. Sometimes you want to really clear out the storage you, you do have. Uh, I will share one other point that um, I remember when I was at the Peter Walsh thing that came up as well is a lot of us kept, we keep these magazines because it was a good magazine. I love this recipe in the magazine. Catherine, sure. I'm not speaking about you, but if it applies, okay. Um, and so we keep all these magazines um and one other thing which i thought was just mind-blowing he's like just rip out the page if you want one or two page of the magazine you don't need the entire magazine right it's just rip out the page which is what i love about like music today is i don't need to get the entire album I could just get the song I want. So if you think about the papers, the magazine, the stacks of things that you're adding, right? You want to just be able to rip that out. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Melanie? Thank you so much. I mean, uh, Melanie's information is there as well for everyone to be able to see. Uh, Melanie is going to stick around uh, for a bit. So please, if you have additional comments and we'll be able to unpack those, it would be great. So you could be able to reach uh, her offer, her stuff there as well. But speaking of offer, Melanie, word yes. on the street is you want to surprise these guys with a nice little treat. Yes. Well, I would just like to take a quick minute to recap how virtual organizing works. So if after today's session, you're jazzed, you're excited, um, the best way to reach me is via email. And that's how we start the process. So we start the dialogue around, um, you know, which space are you needing assistance with, um, what your vision goal is, um, perhaps what you're struggling with, you know, what, what has been a big struggle for you from an organizing standpoint, that's a big piece. Um, and then I will, you know, ask you to send me some photos of the space that we're looking to, to get more organized. Um, so that helps me create a plan of action. Um, and then once we've kind of got that going, um, then we set up a virtual uh, session together um, and uh, get going, which is awesome. So um, yes, as Kyle mentioned, I have a couple of ex uh, specials for everybody here. So one, thank you all for coming today. I very much appreciate it. Um, so offer number one, uh, for all of you that are attending, I'm offering a one hour free virtual organizing session. Yes. And so to claim that, just send me an email and let me know that you joined in on the call today and I would be happy to assist you in uh, some virtual organizing get the process started um, in addition to oh, that Melanie sorry before that yes. only because we also have some listeners on the yes. podcast as well sure. as uh, yeah. YouTube so can I challenge you to extend yes. that 
sure. those people who may not have been here today, but they are Absolutely. listening. Yes. And yes. then Absolutely. they just need to mention that they listened. Correct. And yes. then you're okay with that? Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. Perfect. Um, You're I'm welcome, offering, people. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm offering the free uh, one hour until August the 15th. Okay. So Perfect. we've got about a month or so. Um, so do reach out. That's the Thank you for that. deadline. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody, I'm happy to help out. And then in addition to that, I would encourage you to um, check out my website. There is a free downloadable e-guide. And yes. there's five specific spaces that I give you. Um, um, tips on how to organize five specific spaces. So that might be one of your challenges for this week. Hey, I want to um, learn how to organize uh, my office um, or my pantry. These are some of the, uh, the spaces that are in the downloadable e-guide. So feel free to check that out. Um, at any point, if any of you have any questions, reach out. I'm happy to chat all things organizing anytime. <laughs> I know. And, uh, and that's a true story. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I could chat all day long. <laughs> organizing um so on that note uh, you know i just want to end with you know the biggest benefit from becoming more organized is essentially it's it's allowing you the time to enjoy what you love most in life so if that is i, I really love that i mean and folks it's really a simple step you know melanie thank you so much i, I know there's so much we could unpack and we just really want to be able to give one or two things um sure. for everyone else please let us know what resonated with you the most today if you enjoyed the monday mindset meeting please share that with a friend you know send them the link we'll always keep you informed so please share that to be able to to register for next time if you're able to stick around it'll be fantastic next week we have this guy where my point this way um this guy coming up uh richie um McNault, and he's really going to be getting into how to hit that reset. And so he has a very fascinating story about, you know, getting himself moved from a, uh, as an athlete. And then how do you have, you have these competing priorities that we talked about today? How do you actually do that reset? And so I think that's great. Uh, thank you all, uh, Coach Kalu here. Thank you all for joining us uh, today. We're really looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for sharing your great comments. And like I said, if you're able to stick around, we would love it. We get a little bit more into it um, as we talk about uh, some additional Q&As. Uh, thank you. Uh, we'll do a quick outro and then uh, we will be back. so much for that that was so awesome one of the things i wanted to mention as well to folks yeah. is that if you really want to master this art of organizing you should also teach and help other people organize meaning this is a way of you know organizing some other people's space because when christopher starts organizing anyone and everyone in reaching distance gets organized <laughs> and so which <laughs> so is so good because it really allows you to be able to kind of you know free it up a little bit um i know you know dan redlack and one of the mm -hmm. things that dan said when he was on the monday mindset was that money every your money should have a purpose like everything should have a purpose yeah. and then it just got me thinking this morning you know what if everything in our space actually had a purpose like even the book on a shelf right maybe its purpose is 
I need you to be readily available for when I need to grab you. Right. And, and I just thought, you know, what if that was the mindset is to be able to say things, the things on your counter, not on your counter, things in your home, what is its purpose? And if it has no purpose, then what is it doing there? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, no, it's totally true. I mean, I think that's in line with, again, setting what your vision, your goal is, right? And having the the items that you decide to keep Mm -hmm. are in line with that and really, you know, make them have a, like, you know, it's interesting, the process. um, I'm not one to push with my clients. So if they're not ready to let go of something right now, there's a reason for that. And, you know, we don't have, you know, I had a client that had 50 gift bags and she felt like it was super important that she had to keep those 50 gift bags in my mind I think maybe you know would 10 be enough I don't know um but she wasn't ready and then it wasn't until a few months later that you know we got into the process she started understanding the mindset she was starting to have the mindset shift and we went back one day and she's like why did I keep 50 gift bags she's like like really I only need 10 and I don't even I don't even give gifts that much because she's more now her whole mindset has shifted in that she'd rather give gifts of experiences so then realized oh well, I guess I don't really need gift bags because I don't give them out. <laughs> I love right? that. So, I love that. Yeah. Uh, Yvonne had a comment and a question as yeah. well. Yvonne, are you okay to come off mute and just tell us a little bit about your your question, your comment? Because I think that really impacts a lot of people, right? They, it's one thing to think about yourself, but as an owner operator and someone in a senior role, you're also thinking about your employees, right? Yvonne? Yeah, right. I don't have a problem coming off mute. You know me, I talk a lot. <laughs> Um, is that in the DNA? Is that in the DNA? Yes, yes, it is. It is genetic for sure. So my my question, Melanie, is yes. is we have this this huge problem area upstairs, and it has okay. hundreds of dollars worth of inventory, and we have a really dirty building, and it's just it's an old building. It it sure. it's it's a problem area and there are bins and bins and bins worth of inventory up there and we can't make it a priority because it's out of sight out of mind but we have hundreds well thousands of dollars of inventory dollars tied up up there we don't know what it is it's dirty it needs to be cleaned and it needs to be inventoried so how do i get the staff to buy into this is a priority because I'm not going up there to do it myself. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So excellent question, Yvonne. Um, and good morning. Thanks. Good to see you. Um, <laughs> good morning. Yeah. I think, you know, it is a challenge when you're working in, uh, you know, an office setting, for example, or yeah. a business setting, right? Because, right. you know, generally speaking, I would say we're not looking to impose our method onto others because everybody right. works a bit differently. However, yes. In your case, um, again, it's coming back to that question Kyle brought up about priorities, right? So, you know, I think at some point it needs to become a priority if that's important. You know, if you're sitting on all these dollars on this inventory is the hope and goal, you know, to to go through and start selling this inventory. Exactly. If if that becomes the ultimate goal, then we need to get everybody on board. So whether that's, you know, having a staff meeting or that's a memo that goes out, whatever that works best in your company, um, one, you make it a priority and perhaps it becomes somewhat of a team event. Like you say, you're not going to get in there by yourself. It's too overwhelming. Um, You know, so I'd say have a conversation around is is it a priority and when can we actually implement this so think realistically look at the schedules ahead you know maybe it's not a right now thing but it is important so perhaps it's in september pray to plan around it so perhaps that's having a conversation with an organizer who can help you to 
devise a plan of action. So whether an organizer comes in and becomes the team lead for the day, and takes you know the whole staff through. Um, I think you need to be prepared with supplies, have everything ready, and set the expectation and the goal. Be clear on that so that everybody knows we're all on the same page. This is what we want to ultimately achieve. Does that help answer your okay. question, Ron? Yeah, it does. It does, and I, I think yeah. with the with the size of the task, it also makes sense to do it in bite-sized pieces. Yeah, sure. that's yeah, what I was going to suggest as well. Mm-hmm. You know, my um, two is that. But Yvonne, for yeah. for for that piece around just saying, you know what, guys, every day for 15, 20 minutes, this is what it is. Because right. it is a daunting task for everyone. And people are saying, yeah. I don't even clean up my own house, much less coming over here and cleaning it up. Right. Yeah. So it, it could be, be one, yeah, it could be one bin at a time, Yvonne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is that, that? And reach out to the staff. I mean, you might have some staff that are innately super organized and they love doing they this it. stuff. Like, you know, yeah. I could get in there easily. Like I it's rewarding to go through and sort and purge and organize. So I would say, pull your staff, find out like, is anybody super jazzed about this? Like I'm not jazzed, but maybe, you know, you've got a handful of employees that are, and you know, perhaps you delegate that out to them and say, okay, have at her. This is what we ultimately want and take go one minute at a time or half an hour a day, whatever you want. Okay. Thank Perfect. you, Yvonne. Thank you. I appreciate yep, that. Thanks. You know, uh, Yvonne just touched on a, a couple different things too, right? Mm-hmm. When you talk about money that's tied up, I, I remember when people said, sure. oh, you'll find money, you know, uh, when you're cleaning. I'm like, well, what does that mean? But literally yeah. you do, yeah. you literally find money or like you yeah. said, Melanie, opportunity yeah. to sell something, you know, to be sure. able to do that. And I know there's quite yeah. a few people who have said, well, I just put this thing on eBay, the next thing you know, and then it's interesting, I'm not mentioning mm-hmm. any names, Catherine, but they will mm-hmm. find things <laughs> and then say, oh my God, I need to go find something else to clean and to go find, right? Because right. they really like the idea of just kind of purging these things yeah. and just getting them, them out, right? Yeah. And even if you get $10, they're like, I don't know what I'm going to do with that, but that's just, I got something. Right? Totally. Or on the flip side of that, Kyle, um, often clients fall into the trap of, you know, as we're, you know, for example, the pantry and fridge, if we happen to be organized in there, realize, oh my God, I've got like 15 ketchups. Like I don't need to buy ketchup now for like two years. So you're saving money. Like you've pre-bought essentially yeah. for, or toilet paper or whatever paper goods, you know, you might have a storage unit in the basement that you've got, um, you know, dry goods down there. And then you've got some in the pantry, but doubles, triplets of everything. And so, you know, you do find yourself uh, saving money and that like, Oh cool. Now I have all my paper towel in one spot. I know exactly how much I have. I don't need to buy any. And you become more purposeful in your shopping. Absolutely. I love that. Uh, the other thing I would mention just back to what Yvonne was saying I, the, about the employee side, the best thing to get buy-in I find is when you pose a problem to the organization or the person you're trying to get the buy-in from and you ask their help to solve it. Right. So even though you know how to solve it, I find the best thing, again, it works for parenting is what I'm told as well is just say, listen, we have this room in here and I have no idea what we should do with it. Like there's tons of inventory in there. There's tons of stuff in there. I don't even know where to start. Does anyone have any ideas? Because as soon as they start chipping away ideas, they're more inclined to say, why don't we do this? Why don't we do it? And you're going to turn around and want to say, you know what? I think that's a great idea. So you mean you want to clean like every 30 days, every 30 minutes a day? Is that what you're saying? Okay, guys. You know what I mean? It's just something mind blowing about posing it as a problem and then getting them involved in it. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, John also, John, do you want to come off, uh, want to unmute and just talk about your last comment and question there? Because I mean, I could talk all day on that one too, but. (laughs) Morning, John. 
Morning, Melanie. Thanks for the answer to the other question. It was perfect. Oh, good. Um, I'm glad. Yeah. So, um, just wondering a little bit about. Uh, I, I can clearly see the benefits of decluttering, whether it's physical, digital, whatever. But is is there an aspect to measurements associated with with decluttering and whatever form it comes about? Like, is there a way to kind of um, put it together with understanding its impact on productivity. So I'm kind of thinking a little bit about metrics. Okay, like in terms of research, like data to kind of back up the... Data or, or, or something that we could actually implement in our professional setting. You know, oh, if, okay. if, if we were more organized, you mentioned yeah. uh, also systems and processes sort of thing. Sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't have, you know, sort of data myself um, to pull from. Um, you know, I have my, my four years experience that is what I'm really pulling on in terms of, you know, the impact that, um, you know, uh, being more organized certainly does increase productivity. And again, not it doesn't need to be complicated. That's something certainly that, you know, I could chat about um, you know, in terms of like we're doing today, doing a webinar, doing a little session with employees to talk about, you know, what are some easy steps that we can all collectively do that, you know, can streamline our processes so that we become more organized and more productive. And that's something that I've done with some of my um, business clients is, you know, looking at the, the process, the systems that are in place and kind of, you know, see, so are these processes, some of them archaic, maybe they don't apply to, to the business today and how we all function maybe from a digital standpoint, right? Um, perhaps one of my clients, I, I helped her go from being completely like mounds of paper everywhere to being digital. So it's kind of, again, coming back, um, John, to, you know, what's the priority from the organization, the, the business standpoint? Um, what do you guys ultimately want and hope to achieve with your, your um, employees? Um, or colleagues and then you know come up with a collective plan um, and, and set up some processes in place that are simple that everybody can achieve right um, but you know I think it's also presenting it in a way that your employees or colleagues will see it as a benefit to being organized as opposed it's a bit of a tricky thing right um, you know I see this a lot in residential where it's like oh my husband needs to get organized right so you want to be mindful of you know how you approach it to employees so that they're not feeling like oh there's something wrong with me and I'm being told that I need to be organized right um, I think if we present it in a way that it's benefiting the company as a whole and it's not we're not picking on you know one or two people that perhaps are a little less organized than others um, yeah but in terms of metrics I don't have uh, that kind of data um, at hand but I hope that helped <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if I could yeah, add to what Melanie said as yeah. well John I, I understand what you're saying about the data and I think you kind of have to look at best practices and one observe what the current state is currently on your team yeah. and if you find that they're spending time looking for things, wondering where things, that's just all time. time is being wasted, right? And so yeah. you may have to say, guys, I see a lot of this right now. I think people, you go to a certain spot and it's not there, right? Think yeah. about their own, and you may have to say that to them. Think about your own experience, opening up that cutlery drawer and realize there's no cutlery. Opening up that other thing and then, okay, I thought I had ketchup, where is it? I thought, right, and so it's all yeah. this time is being wasted that's not efficient. And so the that's metrics right. I would say is going to a system that allows 
allows for more efficiency. And if you mm -hmm. take a look at organizations that do very well, I mean, uh, I think it was uh, early this year, I had to go to emergency um, department and literally on the wall, they have a sign that says small gloves here, medium gloves here. It's yeah. just to ensure that all those things are there. And yeah. you will notice the productivity increase because mm -hmm. people will know where it is. They know what to look for. Yeah. Especially in your industry, if you are selling a product or you need product knowledge and you don't have it, right, that is really going to take things away. So I would say yeah. the proof is in the pudding once you've gone to an organized system to yeah. see the productivity. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. But yes, I mean, I know there are tons of stats out there already by just mm -hmm. saying if you are organized, your productivity will go up X amount of percentage. I don't know that exact number, but mm -hmm. I think if you say to someone if someone was trying to find time right they're like oh my god today i didn't get a lot of things done or i was just so busy and da 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 just find out what they were spending time doing and if you hear things like well i was looking for things half the time i was trying yeah. to organize these things and these things go right and that's always a frustration like if i had right. to go clean the kitchen before i start in the kitchen again losing time and productivity yeah. right so yeah. i would look at it from that perspective john i'm not sure if that's mm -hmm. helpful for you i yeah. think it's just Okay, thank you. I, uh, John just gave a thumbs up. And that's kind of what we were, were wondering is to be able to come back and look at what's happening. And like we said earlier in closing, if it's causing you frustration or you feel an annoyance or there's an avoidance or something is happening, mm -hmm. then you need to be able to look at what is the mindset? How do I get really clear with that mindset? What is it I'm trying to accomplish? What is the things I really want? What's my intention for either the space or myself and uh, what are some imperfect inspired actions I could go ahead and take with yeah. that. Any final words, Melanie, before we wrap up? We definitely yeah. have to bring you back, Catherine. So we definitely have to bring Melanie back just to unpack a, a, a few more things. <laughs> sure. Any final words, Melanie, before we wrap up here? Yeah, I think again, it's, it's you know, what is the priority? How, make a plan of action. How can we get there? Is it right now the time for, for taking making change from an organizing standpoint? If not, set the, the right time, create a plan and execute. Keep it simple. You know, if you walk into a room or in your office or the company, and like Yvonne said, it's this giant room and everybody's overwhelmed and I can't, like break it down, make it simple. Start with one stack of paper, start with one bin, um, you know, and I always say some progress is better than no progress. So like, you know, you cleared out one box is a win at the end of the day, right? And celebrate those wins, like take time. Maybe you even reward yourself. So, you know, from employee standpoint, um, for you, Yvonne and John, um, with colleagues, you know, perhaps you say, hey, you guys, we've got this big, you know, project we want to achieve. We want to achieve more organizing success, increase productivity. Um, you know, let's create a reward around that. Like when we're all done this and we're doing great and we reached our deadline, you know, let's go out for a dinner or we go to the spa, we get massages, like whatever. It could be that we'd go on a group walk it doesn't have to cost money, right? Um, you know, reward those successes and, and get excited when, you know, maybe a colleague took five minutes at the end of each day to clear their desk of all of the, you know, the excess of um, uh, clutter at the end of the day to make them more productive. So, you know, celebrate the wins and, you know, be jazzed about organizing. I don't have to be this like, oh, I gotta get organized. I don't want to do it. <laughs> you know? like, it's okay. <laughs> organizing can be fun. Put some tunes on and set the stage, right? You know, let's, you know, if it's a company-wide thing, let's put on our jeans, be in some comfortable clothes, put on some music that pumps us up, you know, set the day, you know, set the tone for the day and just have fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank you so much, Melmi Aguchi. I really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you to all of you for listening and watching uh, as well. I'm looking forward to seeing you all uh, next week um, when we're going to chat with Richie on the hit the reset. Speaking of organizing, let's hit the reset. Thank you all. Have a blessed week. Have a great week. Bye. See you.